welcome to Charts and Hearts. I'm Sarah, and she's Lindsay. And together we're working our way through an epic list of rom-coms in order to find and categorize tropes in the hopes of creating the nerdiest spreadsheet podcast I've ever seen. And today we're doing Mamma Mia as part of our Jukebox Musical Month. Sure, it's part of our <laughs> Mamma Mia month. Basically, it's Mamma Mia month, and then we're like, well, we can call it Jukebox Musicals, and then we could do multiple. If there's more Jukebox Musical rom-coms, we could do them also. But yes, Mamma Mia is like the perfect summer movie for Ugh. me. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. Yeah. So yeah, we're doing the first Mamma Mia, and then we'll be back in a couple weeks with Mamma Mia 2. Here we go again. Yay! Yeah. So it'll be good. <laughs> yes, you could save this. Do a double header like while you're mm-hmm. at the beach. Or, like a double header of us. I don't know if we're that interesting, but you know, you never know. I don't know. But if um, you're at the beach right now, put sunscreen on. Indeed. And hydrate. Yes. <laughs> um yes. Okay. Mamma Mia. Oh, my question for you. Have you seen the show? Yes. Yes. We, we went saw it together. Yeah. And I'd seen yes. it before that as well. Like a, Yeah. Like so I saw it new. after we saw the movie. Okay. And I've seen it before and after. Yeah. Yeah. Because I saw it like probably the first time it came to Vancouver or the second time it came to Vancouver somewhere in there a very long time ago yeah, yeah. super fun so different. fun but different fun. but I did Not really like... appreciate they pulled in a lot of the like yeah stereotypical choreo bits especially from the show into this like the I mean we'll talk about it more maybe but like the the guys at the bachelor party dancing with the um their like snorkeling gear on mm-hmm. and some of the like dancing queen um moves Mm-hmm. like from yeah the, from the, the show the show so that was really good yeah so i started to write notes and then i was like no don't write these notes this plot is insane and is full of plot holes but oh, yeah. i don't care no the plot is completely ridiculous um like the sky the the love interest the future mm. husband is or the not future husband whatever is a cardboard cutout of a human being yeah um Although played by teeny tiny Dominic Cooper. I know, so um, you don't notice. Yeah, so he's very good. But he like maybe like fixed his teeth or something like or just like yeah. hadn't finished going through puberty when he did this or something. He looks like barely recognizable. Um, I don't know. Yeah, and then uh yeah, Meryl Streep is fantastic, but Oh my yeah. god. Christine Bransky and Julie Walters are also absolutely incredible. I know. Can like, I be Julie Waters Walters Walters when I grow up, please? i know (laughs) she's so great um great yeah and also amanda seyfried is very good at this yeah she's way better than i think i gave her credit for because she was just there always although when you think about it like all the songs i listen to like a lot of them are hers so like she's also got a good voice yeah no she can totally sing um the dads are mostly awesome (laughs) Um, two out of three are amazing and pierce brosnan has his moments just not when he's singing or when he's being a mansplainy douchey mansplainy yeah he's also like the worst character of the three of them yes um yeah yep yep i did a i did a lot of dishes when he (laughs) just left the room indeed he was on screen (laughs) i was drinking wine while watching this obviously and then Lindsay was out of town so when pierce brosnan was singing i just would take videos and send them to her (laughs) No, she was very mean. <laughs> so mean. I mean, you knew what it was from the thumbnail. I knew what it was. <laughs> um, yep. 
Yep, yep. But also, somehow, when he wears like a button up in jeans, you're like, mm, yeah, I no, I know. Like, Pierce Brosnan he still Pierce looks like Pierce Brosnan. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. And like, I believe the sort of rekindling romance between him and mm-hmm. Meryl Streep also. Um, yeah, so I guess, um, I mean, not to jump right into tropes, but that is one of the tropes in this is that it's like the it's like a multiple generation romance storyline. So it's like the mother and the daughter are both having romance. Yeah, that's a good one. And also yeah. the aunts. Well, Christine mm-hmm. Brin. Yeah, no, the, Christine no, Brin Julie is Walters. having fl- a fling or not having a fling, depending on yeah. who you ask. And Julie Walters um, is getting together with uh, Stellan Skarsgård. So yeah, all good. And I guess, yeah. And uh, Colin Firth meets a boy. Um, mm-hmm. Do I have anything else? Oh, the other thing that I really like that I think is overlooked because of the glitz and glamour in the show, but also the mother daughter relationship mm. is really sweet. And like, there is so much drama and the drama is kind of plot holy, but also she's 20. Like, yeah, <laughs> she's, she's 20 years old and rebelling against her mom, but her mom like, isn't really a person who's easy to rebel against because she's very supportive. So yeah, 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 yeah. I think a lot of it is that like, I'm definitely frustrated by her. Mm hmm choices yeah which are like it's the plot so whatever but yeah yeah and yeah and then like when she's asked to back them up she acts like a 20 year old because of course yeah, she does she she's, a 20 year old. she's yeah. acting on impulse yeah. which is fine yeah. yeah and then and then the scene when at the very end when or like just before she gets married when she asks her mom finally like the obvious yeah. choice to walk her down the aisle rather than these guys that she's known for like a day and a half um yeah and also just giving so people away is a patriarchal bullshit and blah. Indeed, indeed. I prefer the term like walk down the aisle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then it's like they're keeping you company while you walk down the aisle, not exactly. like giving you to a man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep, yep. Okay. Should we just talk about tropes and then also the things that we really love? Because basically, it's. Yeah. That's really all this movie is, is just tropes and us gushing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I agree. So the protagonist who claims that she is done with love and romance, and oh. then of course falls in love. Yes. Yeah. Meryl Streep. Yep. Um, yes. Okay. Oh, surprise wedding at the end. Even though, like, the whole movie is about leading up to a wedding. Yeah, but There's it's a surprise not that wedding. Because it's not yeah. the expected wedding at the end. Haha. <laughs> it's, like, such a good, such a good twist. I do like that part when, like, I like, I think that's the part I like Pierce Brosnan the most. When yes. he's like, why not? And then everybody's, like, egging him on. And that part, he's okay with the singing? Maybe because it's low and campy? Yeah. When he's not trying hard, it's better. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, um, okay. Gay character reveal at the end. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you sort of, like, um, Colin first character, Harry, is coded gay kind of the whole time, and then he comes out at the end. And now we'll just talk about how much we love Colin Firth and how proud of himself he is. I know. This is like one of his favorite movies he's ever done. And I think part of why he's, like, outstanding in this and Pierce Brosnan is cringy is because Pierce Brosnan is trying to be very good and Colin mm-hmm. Firth is trying to be ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> and so Colin Firth succeeds in being ridiculous. His physical comedy is outstanding. It's so uh, good. And like he and then, also is does it doesn't have any of the heavy lifting like emotional no, he doesn't or have, singing. Yeah, he doesn't have big songs. He doesn't have any of the emotional. But he also like he plays the guitar when he yes. actually did play the guitar. Colin Firth was yeah. in a band at some point. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and he's just like, I'm just going to let this movie, I'm just going to let myself be in this movie as opposed to Pierce Brosnan, who was like, I'm going to be in a movie with Meryl Streep, but it's yeah. very serious. Yeah, it's not that serious, Pierce Brosnan. Um, no. Yeah. 
Okay. And then um, there's Stellan, who's just uh, like, whatever. Yeah. Are we making a movie? Sure. Sure, I guess we're making a movie. Sure. <laughs> he feels the most like his character. Yeah. <laughs> who's just like, yeah, of course I've got a giant sailboat. <laughs> yeah, Obviously. why not? Um, yeah. My other favorite thing that I like about this, and is also a trope, uh, is like the spectacular scenery. It really like enhances a lot mm-hmm. of the scenes, like especially the big dramatic scenes. So like... Winner takes mm-hmm. it all with um, Meryl Streep and when she's like um, upset and singing at Pierce Brosnan mostly. And like, yeah, the lyrics are like, it makes zero sense to the plot, but like the emotion that she puts in because yep. it's Meryl Streep and then with the scenery and they're like going up this lit rock. I know. Ugh. Like, ugh, it's so beautiful. And so like it fits in better. Yeah. Yeah. Also, she did that in one take. Oh my god! Like this, like the audio recording of it. Yes, because she's, she's Meryl Streep. Exactly. And yeah, exactly. Do you have a favorite song or a number? No, I can never pick. I know. It's too hard. I, I, I tried a every track. Yep. Yeah. Which was my favorite, and then they were all yeah. my favorite. Um, every time one comes on, I'm like, I love this one so much. Yeah. Until you know the obvious the ones where one. I go hide in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. But I do really love. I still love SOS. Because it's Ugh. such a good song to sing. Oh, I know. He, the, he's ruined it for me. I don't think I'll ever be able to listen to it. It's just... Because I, I, I don't just, listen to it. I put it on in the car and I sing at the top of my lungs. And then I only hear myself and not Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> no, I can just picture him like leaning up against a wall dramatically. And I'm just like... <laughs> uh, yeah, no, fair enough. But I still do it because I just embrace the campiness of it. And yeah, that's fair. It's hilarious. <laughs> okay oh okay so we talked about the surprise wedding at the end and then also at the end is i think the part that i was the most disappointed about in the movie having seen it live before i'd seen the movie and that is the all is said and done when sam does his mm. wedding toast because mm-hmm. it's so beautiful when it's somebody who can actually sing mm-hmm. and when it's pierce brosnan yep it's just fine it's not his worst number but it's it's just it's it's flat like it yeah. doesn't add anything, whereas in the in the show, I remember it being really good. Yeah, like I don't even think about it as a song. Yeah. Like when it happened, I was like, oh yeah, it's yeah. there, and they make that awkward mm-hmm. sex mm-hmm. Uh, innuendo, not innuendo, sex yeah. mention, and you're just like, Mah. yeah, exactly. Move on. Also, because you know what's next, and you're yes. like, yeah, let's you're get living let's get to the good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, so yeah, they obviously another trope is the amazing, very extended end credits with oh. two musical numbers. Uh, Meryl Which, Streep is so drunk. <laughs> I know. Or she just plays drunk really well, I think. Do um, you want another one? <laughs> and also like the perfect sort of like homage to the live show mm-hmm. because yeah. the like sing along at the end when they get everybody up singing Dancing Queen is just like one of the best parts of a very good show. So yeah. 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 So good job in paying homage to the thing um oh and i forgot a trope because it was on the next page and i didn't scroll down enough um but yeah so much the entire plot of this movie is in two days oh yeah they arrive like, the day before the movie like the um, wedding or so yeah they arrive the day before the wedding and then it finishes on the night of the wedding yep mm-hmm. yeah and it's just like oh my god so many things happen yeah <sighs> at least no one's falling in love for the first time but that's still, true that's true that would be like, ridiculous it's it's a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 And actually, I think 
actually my favorite song in the movie mm. might be Does Your Mama Know You That You're Out? Mm. Because Christine Baranski is incredible and yes, I want to be her. True. Or just go to a beach with a cocktail while men do dancing around me. Yeah. Yeah. That I one could, I would be fine with That's that. the one that I would like to be in that dance number the most. Or yeah. like in that number the most. Yeah. And um, she's so amazing. And she's just yeah. like, I'm going to dance and I'm going to be amazing and I'm going to let these... 20 year old men fling me in the air indeed I'm like why not that sounds like why not <laughs> oh so, so great yes but yes basically yeah having a cocktail while men do choreographed dances mm-hmm. while i'm on a beach is basically yeah goals. that sounds um, great <laughs> sign me up please um do you have any other tropes or any other observations that we missed i don't think so because all the things i want to do is dive into how crazy banana nuts this plot is i know but like we all know the plot is crazy banana pants and it's yeah there is a lot of white people in this movie yep oh yeah that's Um, the other thing that is like really noticeable is like the the greek like it's meant to be the greek chorus but it's really like the greek laborers and the greek village mm -hmm. people who are like they're the ones putting on this crazy massive yeah they're doing all the work living their drama dancing around in drama Yeah, it's a little, yeah, because the, the trivia was all like, they're the Greek chorus and they're accurately representing blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, mm, it feels a little. In terms of them singing and being the backup yes. singers, great representation great. of like yes. a Greek drama, dramatic Of stereotype. a Greek drama from like ancient Greece, Greek yeah. drama-ness. But from the way that they are acting and dressed and yeah. being the servants to mm-hmm. these white people, it's very these is what Greek people are yes. and like stereotypical. And they're here to serve us and be like, Oh, you crazy white people. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it's very much like, the, like the locals versus the expats. Yeah. Situation. Like and the locals like, have the, st- are the main characters and have the storyline and then everybody else mm-hmm. is running around. Yeah. Busting their butts to make. Yeah. It and there's not really any interactions with them except for like, do, why aren't you working? And yeah. do your work. And yeah. And it's, and then, and then, aside from Dominic Cooper's friend, there's mm. no uh, like he's black. There's no other people of there's, color. Yeah, there's the bartender guy that Christine. Burns yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's That's pretty it. White. It's um, really white, and then like with like it's really white, and then they're also like this to the Greeks, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I feel yeah, ooshy. Um, well, this leads us into our Bechdel discussion also mm-hmm. because the other thing is like Sophie has friends. But they're really just there to be her backup dancers. Like, they have no personality. Oh, I don't think they get names. I don't, do they even have names? Yeah. I don't think so. They're just backup singers. Yeah. They're yeah. just there for her to tell her to exposition to. Yeah. Which happens to be in a song. But yeah. 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 Um, yeah so, like, I feel like this is, like, yet, like yes, it passes Bechdel test because they yeah. talk about the hotel and mm-hmm. how they, she has no money or she does have money or whatever. Yeah. Like, that. And I don't know, like... Does Sophie talking about wanting to meet her dad, I guess because it's about her dad, pass the Bechdel test, but like Sophie wanting to meet her dad is just that like, you know, late teens, early 20s yearning to like know yourself better. So once yeah. she kind of like figures that out, that sort of journey for her, once she realizes it's not actually about her dad, um, mm-hmm. becomes like a Bechdel, ta- Bechdel pass and like getting her mom to walk her down the aisle, etc. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like, because it's more about finding herself, not about men, because it's supposed mm-hmm. to be about, yeah, falling in love, technically. But yeah. also, yeah, so it's one of those things of, like, and then I wrote this here, of, like, is um, Voulez-vous, like, her, like, um, 
her telling her backup singer friends about mm-hmm. her what finding out her mom had sex with three different men. Yeah, but, but it's like. W- sh- in the, but, like, with the purpose to be, like, I don't know who my father is. Is that past the Bechdel test? But also, I don't know who my father is, and also I learned so much about my mom. Yeah, exactly. My mom's... Yeah, so this is why the Bechdel mm-hmm. test is complicated. Like, it's mm-hmm. not a it's not a black and white thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it, it does pass, like, technically, and then also it passes in, like, these other things where it's, like, yeah, she learns about her mom. She learns about her mom's, like, wild summer of having, like, relations with three men. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and uh, I think, and it's also like there's lots of women in this movie, and Meryl yes. Streep is doing it for herself, and you know, yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah, and and also that um, I think it was like the original. I mean, so it's obviously based on ABBA songs, and it's also based on like some play or movie from like the fifties, slightly or sixties. Yeah, is yeah. So it was written by a British playwright, Catherine Johnson, who, um, like when she wrote it was completely broke and now she's like <laughs> independently mm. wealthy because yeah she wrote yeah. the play or like she wrote the book for it yeah yep and then obviously got like she got, did the screenplay for the movie she didn't do the mm-hmm. screenplay for the second one but she wrote the story for the second one um, that's cool yeah yep so you know killing it on both sides in terms of independent women and like mm-hmm. yeah amazing alright um, let's make a Swedish pie Sure. Okay. Swedish Greek pie? Swedish yeah. Greek pie. Yes. Um, Ava songs. All 100%. Ava songs. Basically, yeah. It could be 100% or it could be what? Like 40%? Yeah. 40 is good because we got a lot of stuff Yeah. We here. got a lot of other items for the pie. So we'll call it 40% Ava songs. Um, sequins and spandex. Don't forget the sequins and spandex. And also like yeah. um, tassels and Ooh, yeah. such. Um, Maybe 10? Yeah, let's go with 10. Because, like, there's obviously the scene in the movie, which I love. Yes. And then the end eclipses everything because the end is the best. And then you yeah. get to see Colin Firth in a disco suit. And you're oh like, my God. Complete. It's the best thing you've ever seen. But, yeah, in terms of, like, actually in the storyline, there's only that one scene where the Don yeah. and the Dynamos wear their old disco. Like, yes. Yeah. Which are pretty awesome. Okay. Dads. Um, God, there's so much dad in this. There's so movie. much dads, but I also want to give it three percent because there's three. Dads. I know. Thirteen, <laughs> uh, maybe yeah, just thirteen or just ten. Yeah, just ten. Thirteen okay, doesn't really make yeah. sense. Ten, ten dads, ten percent dads. There's so much stuff about dads, and then the dads are, you know, take up a lot of real estate in the movie obviously mm-hmm. and then the whole thing about like finding dads and then it wasn't all about the dads anyways it was about the mom and the daughter yeah Greece being gorgeous and like an extra character oh. in the movie and makes me want to go uh, also 10 yeah yeah 10 yeah, percent Greece and then we've got swooning over how amazing Meryl Streep is uh, 15 I was gonna say 20 okay yeah let's say 20 I just feel like I should get we should give the last one more but Meryl also serves more. Yeah, yeah, and that leaves us with ten percent of hiding in your kitchen while when <laughs> Pierce Brosnan is singing. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Like I feel, I feel okay about it. I would give Meryl more, but I don't know what to take it away from for Meryl. No, but. I agree. And we already gave her a huge chunk of the Devil Wears Prada pie. That is we'll true. Give that her true. huge chunks of everything that she's in. Yeah, yeah, and whatever. Yeah, it's not our last Meryl because we're doing another. She's in the next one. Oh yeah. Well, only a little bit. Yeah, I know. But still. But still. She's very good in the Enough. next one. Yeah. 
enough to be amazing because that's who she is indeed well that's a mm, crunchy because of the sequence <laughs> pie <laughs> um lindsay we've already kind of spoiled it about uh what's next for us no what's next for them uh what's next okay, for what's, them what's next think? for them um i mean okay i'm gonna pretend that i haven't seen the sequel or mm-hmm. try to pretend i haven't seen the sequel so yeah sophie and sky do you think sophie and sky will like travel the world and eventually stay together get married etc yeah without thinking about the sequel i would say they do some traveling and then they split up because they're 20 yeah and she doesn't she's never been away from her mom yeah as far as we know although she's got friends i don't really understand i think she would have gone to like boarding school or something yeah maybe so like so so maybe she hasn't she's been away from her mom but she's just like she's 20 she's very doesn't know what she wants she just went through this huge thing Mm -hmm. and her mom got married and then she left right away like the same night which seems weird because they also weren't planning on leaving so yeah, and she didn't really like get to know Yeah, her, her dads. dads and yeah, so I feel like she will go traveling with Sky, they might like hit some drama and then she'll mm-hmm. come back to the island to get to know her stepdad and maybe like yeah. travel around and visit the other guys and yeah, probably not stay together with Sky. Um Yeah, I feel like yeah. her traveling to see her other parent, like her yeah. other her multiple dads would be more important to her now. Yeah. 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 Um, what about, uh, Donna and Sam? I don't know. They, she lived alone for a long time. Yeah. I don't know. I could see them, like, being married, but they kind of still, like, he obviously has whatever life he has back in America, America. right? Mm -hmm. And, like, he's got kids. So, like, I could see them, like, being together, but they're not going to live together 100% of the time, like... Yeah, I could see that, except he's a douchey mansplaining douche. Yeah. So he might try and take over everything. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. I don't know. If he could get his shit together to just, like... Yeah. Like, live mostly on the island. I can't remember how... His kids must be, like, younger than Well, Sophie, he says right? he's got old... Yeah, he said he has grown-up kids, but doesn't he'd have to have kids that are younger than Sophie, so... Yeah, so maybe they're, like, yeah. 19 and 17 or whatever, so, like... Yeah. Yeah, so it's not so much, I guess, an issue of, like, custody in terms of, like, he has to go back, but, like, it's not mm-hmm. like if he wants to have a serious relationship with his kids, like, they're not going to be hopping over to Greece all the time, although, especially from the States. If they yeah. were in the UK, it wouldn't be so bad, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I could yeah. see them, like, living together 50% of the time. And if yeah. they can make that work, and if he can have that, if Keep he can in. have that acceptable and let her have her own life, then... Let her have her life, then yeah, I think yeah. that, then they would be okay. Yeah. yeah. And then, Lindsay, what's next for us? You, we've talked about it a bunch of times. I know. But now we're going to find out what what's next yeah. for them, because we're going to do Mamma Mia 2. And <gasps> I've only seen it once, so... I've definitely seen it more than once, and I'm very excited because I haven't seen it for a long time. Um, And also on our Patreon exclusive podcast, what have we got this month? Uh, This is when our theme falls apart because there's only two Mamma Mia's, (laughs) sadly. Uh, We will be doing Pitch Perfect, which is another jukebox musical and a musical that I love and has... Plot doesn't matter. It has a romance. It, oh no! I was yeah. the, it has a romance. I'm saying oh, the plot also yes. doesn't matter. Yes, exactly. Yeah, the plot doesn't matter. It's just about the songs. Um, yeah, you I could mean, say it, the songs are aka awesome. Indeed. 
<laughs> so prepare oh for a lot of that on In, our Patreon. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, that brings us to the end of our episode. You can rate and review us wherever you get your podcast, and you can find us on social media. We're at Charts and Hearts Podcast on Instagram and Facebook, and at Charts and Hearts on Twitter. Or you can head to our website, chartsandhearts.com, where you can submit your suggestions for rom coms and tropes for us to add to the list. And you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash charts and hearts club, where we'll be talking about Pitch Perfect. And we also have a super fun playlist for people that will be filled with a lot of Mamma Mia songs, but <laughs> none of them featuring Pierce Brosnan. Uh, this I promise you. Yeah, I will just put SOS on my secret driving yes, by you myself put... podcast. Yes. Nowhere near my playlist. <laughs> Let us know your thoughts on this movie. And in the meantime, dot dot dot. <laughs> <laughs>